Well, welcome to WP Tonic. But before we start today, a couple little admin notes. If you're listening on your computer, go ahead and instead of just hitting the player, you might consider going down to the play a new window. That way, if you close up or want to do something else, it's still playing in a small new window on your computer and you can listen to it while you multitask, you know, playing around the computer like we all do, doing email, listening. The other way, and I think it's the better way to listen to podcasts, is on a smartphone. And finally, if you're using an iPhone, always remember you can tap the artwork on WP Tonic and up will come the YouTube version of us making the podcast. It's uncut, uncensored, and raw. Welcome to WP Tonic, episode 33, Social Media Madness, episode four. How's that sound, Jonathan? Okay, drive on. This this episode, we're going to look at, you know, still really very popular um, social media networks, but not as popular as Twitter and Facebook. Um, but, um, and the ones we're going to look at, I'm just going to give a general description, um, but there's one particular one that we're going to go into more detail because it's more of a business-to-business tool um so the ones we're going to look at is um google plus we're going to look at youtube pinterest instagram snapchat vine and meerkat um, i've got into meerkat bill and then the last one is um we're going to look at linkedin right linkedin that's what i'm going to go was going to go into a little bit more detail on linkedin at the end it's yep. been around forever. so so we're going to start with Google Plus, but you're you're more of the Google Plus person because you're the you're the new media Google guru. So you're more. I've never been quite so into Google Plus. So so maybe you is there some things you want to say about it, Bill? Gosh, Google Plus is a study in itself. You know that. Yeah. I have uh, nine accounts, and we both have the commercial grid account, and it's tough in itself. I mean, there's just so much to it. It's it's a study in itself. You know, without going into too much into Google Plus, we do the Google Hangout through Google Plus. And it's, it's multi-layered. That's the problem, isn't it? In a way, it's, there's so much to it, isn't it? And, and they change it. Yeah, it, it's a specialty in itself. In fact, I was uh, I was talking to some folks about a business and setting up a business, and they want to bring a, a brick store into the new media business and try to go online and get more drive more traffic to their their work here in Reno. And they barely had Facebook accounts. But I would say if you had to pick a place to start, this is good and off track, Facebook is the place for most people to start because I, I don't have the stats up in front of me, but it's still the number one, 58% of people have profiles on Facebook in the United States. Yeah, I would totally and, agree. And Google is, is 17%. So um, I would put it this way and see if you agree. Um, Google Plus, um, it's it's multi-tiered, but you've got um, a profile page that has some similarities to Facebook, but it's a hybrid. It takes a bit of Facebook and it takes a bit of others. And it has this um, mechanism of what it calls circles, which um, if you learn how to use circles, it, it's... A very interesting way to group 
groups or circles of people. But initially, it's a little bit puzzling. Would you agree with that, Bill? Yes, but once you grasp it, it's very powerful. Yeah. But let me, you, t- let me tell you what's you, frustrating, though, is they could have a CRM right now. It would be second to none. It would beat all these other companies, and they don't do it. No. And then you've got Google Hangout, which is really, which they've included, which they link with the next one we're going to talk about, YouTube. But that's really powerful. But it, they've kind of, um, that um, it's another hybrid because you've got kind of Google Hangout for business and then you've got Google Hangouts on air, which is a, a webinar prom, um, promotional tool, isn't it? Right, right. And then the final thing, you've got Google Local Places, which they're constantly changing the name on, uh, which they link. If you're a local business, your Google Local page is really crucial, and, and they link that with your Google Plus in a rather confusing way as well, don't they, Bill? That's a good point. And, you know, here's the difference between Facebook and Google. Google drives the engine for search. So you want to have presence on Google for sure, for search. Yes. But they've done it in a very kind of, you know, I've been doing SEO and consultancy for over seven years, and I, I still think it's rather, it's a bit of a mess and it's it's been a mess for quite a while, hasn't it? Uh, it's always changing. That's why you constantly have to work at it. Now, I've just I've just tried to Google Google certifications, and nothing's coming up right now because they do have that certification system. Yes, yeah. Nothing came up. Unbelievable. Yeah. So the next one um, down is YouTube. So what's your thoughts about YouTube, Bill? Love it. It's free. It's it's what we basically stream off of. In fact, we we're just talking about setting up the Google Hangout directly on YouTube, which I did uh, for my event at the Atlantis this last week, and it came out great. Yeah, I, I stream live at, at the Atlantis Casino for a couple groups. Yeah, um, that's the kind of linking um, for our listeners. Um, what Bill's saying is he's linking YouTube with Google Hangout so you can do a live feed, basically, of a right. show or a presentation. But I, I think... Um, you know, it is one of the major um, traffic areas of the internet. You know, I don't know the precise figures, but they're enormous and they're growing. And utilizing, you know, build, building up a channel, um, that's the main thing. Um, if you get serious, you have a channel and then you brand it and then you try and get subscribers to join your channel and you, if you get big enough, you you actually can make money from your videos. You're only going to make very small amounts. Um, but the main benefit to a business is that you, if you're in a specific niche and you want to build credibility, um, talking about your service, about your your industry, interviewing product reviews, whatever, all the sorts of things you can do with video around your particular niche, you then can uh, build up a reputation and uh, build up credibility within your particular industry by using YouTube. And I don't know if you agree with this, Bill, because you're the the new media expert, is that um, people tend to want to believe that they can get a viral video or... It, it should be really funny. And I think a more methodical um, plan of action will 
is much better than just thinking you're going to get a viral video. What do you think, Bill? You know, it's not my true area of expertise in viral videos, but, um, you know, everyone wants a viral video. So you, you, you get the small CPM, that's the cost per thousand money that if you monetize it. But if you have a business, you want to do something for your business. You want to direct it in. I'm not sure I, I, what the key, I, I was thinking, I just watched the viral videos from last year, the 14 or 15 of them. They had a special. And like the double rainbow, what, that's, that was one of them. Yeah. The double, a lot of cats, a lot of animals. Uh, it was interesting, but the double rainbow was definitely one of the past major ones, which is strange. You know, it was kind of stupid. Yeah. I, I think, you know, as, uh, as a business strategy, um, trying to think that you can base your business strategy on the, on um, getting a viral video is rather crazy myself. Right. Uh, it's it's a know. luck. You're not going to probably get one. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah. Then on to the next one, one that I am increasingly um, getting interested in and trying to build my knowledge, but uh, one that I haven't utilized that much is Pinterest. And Pinterest is still growing. There was um, some, I wouldn't say criticism, but its growth rate had slowed. But um, it's still growing. Um, it's a very visual social media platform, it, you know, where it uses images. It has image galleries, and you can have different categories. And um, when people, you know, people are looking for very visual data, visual something visually engrossing, um, the statistics prove that it has a high proportion of women that go to it and utilize it. And um, I think it can be a very effective business tool. So have you got any experiences with Pinterest at all? I'm looking at my account right now. It's got a lot of junk on it, a lot of pictures, a lot of stuff. You know, I, it, I logged on in two seconds. We have two accounts. My wife has one and I do. I just I don't use it that much. I mean, I've got a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff on that, but I just don't use it. But if you're like, um, I think, um, people, especially people in the WordPress community haven't utilized Pinterest, then I think if you're a designer, developer, or, or um, probably a developer, it wouldn't be so interesting. But if you're a kind of designer or a designer developer, or you're somebody um, that's producing any kind of content for WordPress, or you're, especially if you're in business, you know, interior design, food, restaurants, um, it, you know, anything to do with the beauty industry, it's definitely got to work your WordPress site in with your Pinterest account because I think it's an area where you get, you're, you're going to get a lot of benefit from, Bill. Yeah, you know, um, what you just mentioned is funny. Mine, if you look at mine, it's the, the things that I'm following are all design. Graphic design trends 215 are, are popping up right in top. And then uh, grammar rules. So I, I, I'm following writing and grammar rules. So as a tool myself, it actually is good because it, it just got all these neat things. I guess if I followed the housing industry or politics, it'd be interesting too. But your your reaction, you know, you said you hadn't logged in a while, is that I find with people, there's either people that are absolutely Pinterest mad, as I, I call them. I can you see know, that. They, they, they log in almost every day, multiple times. Or you get people like us that, yeah, we, we're interested in it for our clients' sake, but we don't actually go into it as much as we should maybe. Probably so. It's definitely a good idea generator. 
Yeah. Landed a good uh, idea, Ferry. And then we, we go on to the next one, which is Instagram. And what um, this is a good lead in because the next four um, pr- um, apps or applications we're going to look at are more focused at the mobile market. So basically they're children of the smartphone, of the iPhone, of Android, of Windows, um, but, you know, of the iPhone and of the Android phone. And these four particular, um, they do have desktop apps, um, but most of their user base is based on phone usage, Bill. So that that's a, a that's why they're a bit different than the previous ones that we've talked about, Bill. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, Bill? Absolutely. And oh. we have, by the way, we have three accounts. Well, in, first yeah. Realty. I've got one, and my daughter's got one up here. So Instagram was an app that was developed and bought, sold to Facebook um, for a very large amount of money, and at its time, it was seen as a ridiculous amount of money. But the but the traffic numbers have increased. It's one of the fastest, still one of the fastest growing of these mobile networks, and basically it's a bit like Pinterest, but like I said, for mobile devices. And you take pictures, you can put them into a form of gallery, you can tag them, and and then anybody can actually see um, what you've put into your Instagram feed. there's much more to it but that's the fundamentals of it and they've got filters you you can turn pictures into black and white um they've got various filters um and it 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 was just the right app at the right time and it's like i say it's still building up a very strong base bill right and it started as far as i know my research it started with uh younger kids Instagram did really caught on with kids 12, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, and, and it's just, and it's migrated out to a much broader audience right. now, Bill. But right. you're totally right. And then on to one that I really know about, a bit like Pinterest. That I do use Instagram a bit, um, is Snapchat. And Snapchat was um, um, an app that got traction outside the USA initially, especially in South America and certain parts of Europe. And it just grew because one of the factors, um, it's a it's a chat platform. Um, a lot of car- mobile phone carriers used to charge quite a lot for their text functionality, and um, especially in other countries outside the USA. And Snapchat built this and enabled people to communicate through text messaging for free, almost semi-free, and that's why it became so popular. And then it migrated into the US and it's become the darling of the younger crowd and it's still growing enormously. And it's a hybrid because you can exchange photos, chats um, in a group. So what's your knowledge? You might have some knowledge about this because you've got some young. I, uh, I, I have somebody who I actually follow in the podcasting world who's trying to get into Snapchat big time. But I, it's one of the few ones I don't have an account. And I just opened it up, and it comes in with some kind of audio, which I can't stand. Yes. Uh, luckily, I'm not. I've knocked it out of the loop. 
Yes, it's a it's a terrible practice. That's why I haven't got the website up myself. Unbelievable. Yes, it's a horrendous website, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah, anyway, anyway, that that cuts out to me. That you just don't start a, a site like that, a squeeze page. Yeah. And then we got um, another darling of the younger crowd, the mobile crowd, which is Vine. And Vine is a kind of hybrid video sharing app. It does very short video, you know, because obviously that it couldn't exist without the smartphones because now most smartphones, almost all of them, you can take video. And it has a number of tools in it um, that enable you to kind of jazz up your very small Vine videos, and you put these little videos on a kind of um, gallery, and you can have the most popular vines of the day, the week, the month. They can go viral, and um, it, you know it's fast growing. It um, and like I say, it was the right app for the right moment, Bill. Right. So <laughs> I'm looking at Vine right now, and I know I have one, but it's not letting me log in. I'm, hey, what's your thought on ways to log into social media? Because a lot of people are logging now with Twitter. Uh, yeah. What does that do as opposed to using your email and a password? Well, it's just more secure. The Twitter? Yeah, using because you're not sharing your Twitter password. You, it's a token-based system that you're utilizing. I could go into it because it was one of the factors that I – that we utilize in MailRite, but it's a very um, more developer discussion, which I don't think is totally appropriate for this episode, Bill. Well, well, this is social media, so if people are setting up some new accounts, we have about seven or eight new places they could set up accounts. Would you tell them to recommend just go ahead and use your Twitter account to set up or Facebook or... If it's asking for that, you know, just can we utilize your Twitter token? Yes, because that's that's using a system that's more secure than putting your email and password on a network, which might be in a coffee bar or or in a public library, which is an unsecured network. And your unless it's HTTPS, your 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 password and email is is going over a public network. Where if you're using Twitter, it will it's not giving the password, so actually it's more secure. You know, I've never heard anybody talk about that discussion we just had, and I've thought about that often. But should you use a password or should you go in and use Twitter? But Twitter is much easier too, and it's, and it's more secure. I just you know I don't know how Twitter works with um, LastPass, which I use LastPass. Interesting. Well, it's it, it's not. It, 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 it that's one of the factors. It, it totally divorces a password system, right? Yeah, but you have to be logged into that app, that Twitter account. I've got three Twitter accounts. Yeah. So you have to be logged into the common one that you use for all of them. Exactly. Okay. Go on. And then look up. And then we've got the darling um, that I'm actually uh, be a cat. Now, Mia Cat is the darling of San Francisco and the new media crowd. And um, fantastic name, fantastic logo. And basically, um, ba- this is a broadcasting medium app. Basically, if you've got a phone, you can turn your phone into a live broadcasting tool. So if you've got, you know, if you've got your iPhone, you've got a little stand you can put your iPhone on, you... you um, 
switch on your Meerkat app, and as long as everybody and everybody else can join you and see what you're up to, Bill. Yeah, and you know, Raven uh, Chris uh, Ravencraft from um, the podcast Answer Guy had something on his show this week about just this. I, I don't know if it was Meerkat or not, but he used his iPhone six to do streaming video of his show. Yeah, it's probably using Meerkat. And uh, I've I've become Meerkat Potty. Um, uh, Say I that like, again. I've become Meerkat Potty. 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 Mad. Crazy. Mad. Potty. Okay. Uh, I've been I've been following every dict- every individual I know that's utilising it. No, you told, um, you you asked me about it before the show, and you said I'd really like Meerkat. Yeah, me a cat. Um, wow. I like me a rats anyway, but you know, me a rats, me a cats, me a this, me a that. I can see that because of their success, we can have a lot of me a. <laughs> I'm thinking of renaming Mel right, me a me a right, me a right. Uh, yeah, you know, no, I would be a copycat, would I? Right. Yeah, I think Mel right's good. Yeah, I don't think me a rat, but it's a fantastic name. They did fantastic marketing. Um, it's still early days for them. I would imagine they're going for a, uh, a buyout. Um, their only problem is that they're very reliant on the goodwill of um, Apple. Twitter. Twitter, Apple. And Twitter is bringing, I forgot the name of it, but Twitter is bringing out their own app that does very similar things to uh, Mia, Mia Cat, And they have a history of cutting off third-party developers that are utilizing their API system. So that could be a little bit worrying. It looks pretty good. It looks really good. Looking but good. Us, us, me, if, that, you, if Twitter dares to do that to our beloved Meerkat, we're going to be after them, Bill. Right. Us Meerkat users, we're a passionate lot. Um, so uh, we've left the final one, um, which is LinkedIn. And um, I'm we're going to talk a bit about this because LinkedIn um, is um, is now got three hundred million active users, Bill, and that's a substantial amount. Um, that's international and in North America, and that, like I say, that's it's got three hundred million active. I don't quite know what what they utilise, you know, to measure active. But that's what they say. And LinkedIn is very different to all the ones that we've just... It's very different in in a way to Twitter, Facebook, and all the other ones we have because it's really a business-to-business tool where I would suggest that most of the others are business-to-consumer or consumer-to-consumer, where LinkedIn is a, a really a business-to-business tool. So what's your what's your experiences really with LinkedIn so far? What are some of the things that puzzle you and Bill? Well, I got to tell you a war story Go about on, LinkedIn. Yep. I, I worked under the Bush administration and the Obama administration in uniform in a, in a couple of different aspects. And my first tour in Afghanistan, uh, we have two systems on our desk, a classified and a FOUO, which is like classified, but still open to the outside, outside link. The one social media thing we could use was LinkedIn. Some general or some high-ranking folks allowed, and this is years ago. So I've had LinkedIn for a long time. I don't know when they 
when they started, when they first pop up, Facebook popped up in 2002, was it? Before later, the 97? Later than that, actually. It was a, it was, it was, a, it was a, no, it was like, it was around, yeah, it was around nine, nine, 205, really, when Facebook, it was going before that, but I think that's when it really started to take some traction. So LinkedIn around. came around right after Facebook. It was the second really platform that started to pop up. But yeah, I forgot the um, the actual founder's name, but he made his money with PayPal. Actually, Bill, he was one of the founders of LinkedIn, and um, he had made his money as being one of the founders of PayPal. Two thousand three. I just googled it. Yeah, yeah, and it's been yeah. Founded and- in December two thousand two. Launched May five two thousand three. It's mainly used by professional networks. 2006 LinkedIn increased by 20 million people. So it was around 2006, 2007 that we were allowed to use it. Oh, right. And it was the only social network that we could use. So a lot of people in the military government service all have LinkedIn accounts. Yeah. Um, I have got quite a bit of experience with LinkedIn. And um, the reason I'm bringing it up is that I definitely feel it's a tool that people – in the professional WordPress community, probably doesn't use that effectively, and I'm pr- I'm very sure that uh, many people in the business um, locally and nationally definitely don't utilise it that effectively. Um, it, like I say, it, it's very much a, a, a world of its own. In some ways, it. it it can be as confused if you really want to start to utilize Facebook or Twitter in a much more serious level. It can soon become a bit confusing to people. And the same thing applies to LinkedIn. Um, basically, um, one of its strong factors is that it um, will allow you to send little messages to people that you don't know. They 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 highly um, try to suggest that you shouldn't, but on the other hand, they haven't pared that capacity down. And I found that if you join other people on other social media platforms and you've got some engagement with them on these other platforms like Twitter, and then you touch these people through LinkedIn. Most people would normally allow you to join join with them on LinkedIn. And then if they do that, <coughs> you can then use LinkedIn internal email system to send them an internal message, uh, which is a, a normal length email. You do, um, you do get people that kind of... Want, I wouldn't say abuse is too strong a word, but they really don't understand. They tend to want you to agree to link in with them, and then they send you a very sales-oriented first message. And um, that probably won't work because um, unless the person is really... um, uh, it, it's probably more better suited that you know you send a message. I want. I thought that you might be benefit to both of us that we have a discussion, and you treat it as a colleague talking to a colleague rather than just as a kind of sales platform. Um, 
Also, the other factor about LinkedIn that's not utilized very effectively, but still quite powerful, is groups and groups, group discussions. But they do take time. Um, but groups can be really good. They, they have a system of public groups and private groups. Private groups, you've got to be, you've got to seek an invitation into the group where public ones, anybody can join. And the same rules as a, apply as the internal mail. Don't, don't use it straight away just to kind of, you know, blast out a sales message. You know, be more subtle with your, you know, touching new people, you know. Um, the one factor which they have failed is that they they have tried to encourage people. Their major concern is to get people to come back into LinkedIn on a much more regular basis. So they set up um, they set up company pages, and they also set up a posting system. Um, the company page area hasn't been that successful and they're they're constantly changing the layout and what is offered on a company page but and to my opinion they really haven't sorted it out and then on the um on the posting side um they really really haven't sorted that out but they're um they have a system where they rank new post stories and it's not utilised that much, but it could be a way of getting a, a company story. Um, the more, um, I'm looking for the right word in here, the more um, sophisticated LinkedIn know about the posting system. And because it's still, it's pushed out to over a, a lot of people, it can still be a very effective way of getting your message out, Bill. Right, right. So uh, something that people should yeah. look at. And I play with a little bit. Some of my classmates from West Point use it. Some of the writers, we have a lot of writers in my class. They write articles and push them out. Hey, Jonathan, you know, when you go in, they've got premium services. And also you can tell how many people have looked at your profile. Like mine's 91 in the last. Yeah. It says 91 yeah. in the last. I and guess, they've cut them. back. They, they only show a limited. They're always, they're, they're, they're always jigging what they offer on the free accounts mm -hmm. and what they're offering on the premier accounts. One of the factors that was quite annoying that happened about six months ago was that they didn't publicize this, but they used to have a very low price um, professional account um, that was ideal for the small business, for the non-real hardcore sales or executive that was really well suited for the small business owner, and it was um, it was around nine dollars a month, and um, it you know it it was worth it was worth. I used to set up all that my clients that hire me to monitor and run their LinkedIn profile. Um, I as part of the package, I would always. Um, bump them up to a professional level around this $9. Well, six months ago, they got rid of that. And the cheapest way now to have a professional account is around $49. And um, at $49, in my opinion, they're not offering very good value. And it's not they, – they, they put certain barriers around you – 
been able to utilize a free account, but there are tricks and ways to get around those barriers. And uh, I'm not going to go into that now, maybe some other episode, but there's a mythology, it's all out there on the internet, but there's ways of, around the kind of artificial restrictions that LinkedIn put on a, on a, a non-paid account bill. Right, right, a non-paid account. So, I mean, I was just looking at it. I know it's expensive, and they do have free. Uh, you can try it for free. I've never yeah, used well, their paid I, accounts. I heard they're I, very good, though. Well, it depends. For a small business at the present moment, I don't think it is. I actually would, and I'm a strong believer in LinkedIn, but I just think their pricing model for a small, medium business is outrageous. And um, I really feel um, that they need to introduce uh, a cheaper, lower-end product, which they did have. But like I say, six months ago, they, did, they didn't publicize it. It almost it had a kind of secret way of getting it. You, you literally had to go through like eight different screens to get to this product that was around $9 a month. And unfortunately... Um, um, I never got it for myself. It's typical like the shoemaker syndrome. And um, I think you've got one there. They've grandfathered you in, but you can't get it now. But I wish they would introduce it back. Um, they put all, on the free account, they put all artificial. They also have, um, it's Twitter talk, because they have, um, you, I've forgotten the name of it. You, you've got to be linked. They have like a, third link, a second link, a first link. And depending if that person's directly linked to you, which is a first first level link, you can then send an internal message to that person and you have total free communication. A, a second one, it's cut down a bit how many times you can touch them. Right. And a third layer, um, but there's ways around that. And these artificial restrictions is one of the reasons why you go up to a paid. But be aware that even, you know, you, um, the lowest paid account, they still put artificial restrictions on that are very, you really got to read their pricing structure and what you get for the different levels. It's an extremely confusing bill. And it's one of the biggest weaknesses of LinkedIn. Um, it's been, and it's getting worse, I feel. They really need to simplify what they're offering for the, what for different prices. And it, they're actually going the different route, Bill. They're actually making it even more and more complicated around their pricing structure. Right. Well, we got to, we're, we're actually popped over 30 minutes. So we got to, yeah, up. and I've got um, I've got about three LinkedIn plugins that yep. give basic functionality, and they'll be in the notes as well, Bill. Why, why don't you talk about those LinkedIn just two seconds? Because I think those are important. Just go over them. Mention well, them. they're just basic ones. Um, you got Pro. the you got the basic WP LinkedIn, um, which is free. Um, active installs five thousand plus. Got a four point one rating. Um, updated about um, this year. Um, just this month, um, I've used that. It gives you basic um, kind of functionality of the other plugins we've talked about. Um, then we've got one I've used called Linking Profile Badge that 
gives you the LinkedIn badge and also shows uh, a small snippet of your profile. Um, I've used that. It's a very basic plugin. Um, it's had over um, a thousand downloads. Um, I've used it, but it hasn't been updated for a couple of years. It's not actively updated, but unless they fundamentally, it works and it's it does it doesn't need to be updated. All right, and then there's another one called link uh, dot me. Right, and um, that's a that's a um, that's a rather interesting concept because it enables you not only LinkedIn but a couple of other social profiles. It, it enables you to push your content from your website onto various social media profiles. And like um, it's a paid, but they like charge the lowest one. They charge five dollars a year. Um, I don't know how the hell they're going to make any money from that, and how long it's going to be around. But um, it's interesting, and um, it's got a decent rating. It's got um, it's active installs two thousand plus. Um, something to look at. Yeah, very good. I want to make sure we mentioned those. And of course, they'll be on show notes at. Uh, wp-tonic.com and then on Numia Gold we won't have the show notes but we'll have the link to wptonic.com as well as just a, a quick little outline in the uh, podcast in, in the uh, live feed by the way you'll be able to touch if you want to see the live feed or the video portion of this just touch the artwork of WP Tonic and up pops the link to watch the uh, YouTube version so yeah. we're doing t- iTunes and YouTube hooked together which is uh-huh. And what we really desperately need, and we keep pushing it, we don't get anywhere, Bill, but we're just going to keep at it, Bill. We need people that are consuming this show to go to iTunes and give us a review, don't we? You know what? Um, unless, you're into I, unless you're into podcasting, only podcasters give other podcasters reviews. That's my experience so far. And a few other people give you reviews. You see them pop up once in a while. But, yeah, we need you, our beloved listeners that are growing substantially, to go to iTunes and give us whatever you want to say about yeah. us. I, and, um, you know, if you do that and you email me and you're looking for some free advice, that's the way to encourage me to answer your email yeah. is to give us a review beforehand. I did a tutorial on on uh, how to actually rate somebody or record and rate, I mean, uh, subscribe and rate someone on iTunes. But basically if you go to the link, it's on right underneath this on both our pages, you can find the link and it'll take you to iTunes. You have to have a iTunes account with an Apple ID. Then you open it up and then you rate and review. You do a fi- the stars and the review. Well, Jonathan, we've gone a little long today, so it was a good show. This is four out of four for social media. It was a good uh, roundup of the of the end of social media, but we have a guest next week, right? Well, no, we're doing our live show, aren't we? Excuse me, live shows next week. We have a guest, yeah, and we've that. got some fantastic. We've got our normal panel, and we've got um, a couple really fantastic guests, haven't we, Bill? And the topic will be social media, and the live panel are your top WordPress organizers, and I, uh, the the WordPress chick is going to be on, right? One of them, yes, Kim Dill, the Kim WordPress Dill. chick, my friend, and she's very she, good. And um, we've got um, uh, well, it's going to be on the notes, but we're going to we're going to have the the top WordPress podcaster on the show as well. Right, right, right. Which is very good. All right, Jonathan. So let's sign off for today. Aloha. 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 Aloha.
Thank you for listening today to WP Tonic. And remember, you can find us the full show notes at wp-tonic.com. That's the full show notes. And WP Tonic is part of the newmediagold.com network. That's newmediagold.com network. 